On this episode, we talk to Randall Murphy of the band Wales. This is The Operative. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Well, Randall, thank you very much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me. This is great. Thank um, you. So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do and your band and all that. Um, uh, well, uh, I, my, my band's name is Wales. Um, we've been around since about 2009. Um, four piece rock band, loud, uh, kind of pretty, uh, noisy, um, poppy. Uh, and yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we have a couple of albums, a few releases. Um, but yeah, that's about it. You know, live in Chicago. Uh, born and bred Chicagoan, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you wanted to talk about the Flaming Lips. Yeah, and, and so before, I, I need, Chris, I really need to, to put a, 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 a caveat or a warning or there's some sort of pre- precursor to this conversation, <laughs> and which, which is, um, you know, I'm a I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of that band. Um, uh, they were really important band for me, uh, uh, integral to my um, appreciation of the type of music that moves me and that I kind of want to play. I, I don't think we've ever sounded like the. We've definitely never sounded like them. But um, but what I'm trying to get at is that like I. <laughs> I don't really like them that much now. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, just full stop. Like, you know, like, 21st Century Flaming Lips is, is a band that I that doesn't really connect with me. They're they're in a different they're in a different spot. They're in a different space. They're doing a whole new thing, which is fine. It's not my band, whatever. Um, but you know, from like from like 19 from their whole 90s output is something that, that that's really um that's music that i will take with me to the grave uh I, I wish i loved them as much now as i used to in the past but um uh i don't so we, so in order to keep this a positive conversation we should not talk about anything past um uh at war with the mystics, which is like 2004 or something, uh, 2006 or something like that. I don't know, whatever. So, so when, when did you first come across the flaming lips? Oh God. Um, I was, <sighs> the first time was had to been 1990 and I was in college and, um, I was hanging out with this guy, Kevin, who I thought was like just the coolest guy ever. I, I, I had come from like, you know, just listening to metal and all this shit. And Kevin listened to all this weird, weird music, like the Buttle Surfers and Big Black and all that stuff. And so he invited me over one night. And he lived in Lincoln Park, not too far from where Lounge Axe used to be. And um, totally different area back then. And uh, he had this basement apartment. It was small, dingy, red light. You're smoking a lot of pot. And um, 
he was just turning me on all this music. And the next day, it's like, here, I made you this tape. And it was, um, it was a tape. It was a, a tape of, uh, here it is, their first record. And here it is. And, oh, my God. Um, and uh, uh, a, a recording of um, Butthole Surfers, Psychic Powerless, and Man Sack. And so I would listen to that cassette all the fucking time. And, you know, I, I, I just thought that the Flaming Lips, I mean, I had just come from like, you know, Metallica and Motley Crue and this whole different set. And I was like, this being turned out, all this new music was coming at me. And I, and I thought like, they were just the weirdest band. I mean, I mean, they were loud and noisy, but also they had this like, kind of pop edge to them yeah. early on which really turned me on because i really like pop music and i was like oh this is like just the most weirdest damaged pop music i ever heard so it so yeah it was around 1990 91 something like that um and from there it just kind of blossomed this is all, well yeah i guess this is all prior to um transmissions oh yeah 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 this is this is way before like i i like i, I just I didn't know who knew about this band. I just thought they were this like a band that no one has, that no one ever heard of. And mm -hmm. for like about two or for about two or three years, I just listened to those two records religiously. And um, then I, I used to have a third shift job working at um, this clearing corporation, Board of Trade. And every day, every Friday after payday. Um, I would go to this record store and just load up on CDs. And I, and I got off work one Saturday morning at 8 a.m. And I remember going to Rose Records and see, like seeing In a Priest Driven Ambulance. And I'm like, oh, that's that band, Flaming Lips, that, 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 that my friend made for me. Oh, look, they have a new record out. And I thought it looked so cool. And I'm like, man, they look awesome. <laughs> and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy this CD. And so I did. And um, I went home and, you know, put it in my boom box and tried to go to sleep because I slept in the morning. So I was working third shift and um, I was just like, you know, I was just blown away. Like from what I heard from what was before, like here it is. And oh, my God. And and how like raw and sort of garagey and just amateurish all that sounded. And then they had this, you know, and a priest driven ambulance was just this big kaleidoscopic like really colorful super noisy very loud and crazy but also like very melodic and and hooky and soaring I, I mean i was just those hooks just grabbed me i was like oh my god like where has this music been all my life and that that was probably the the um the turning point and and being an appreciator of that band and turning into a, a stupid sycophantic uh, fanboy so which is what i was for a long time uh so yeah <clears throat> yeah it, 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 like my 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 time with that band most of my times the the formative years that i spent with that band were um it was underground you know no one it, they weren't big it was they it, no one it was a to, not i mean i don't know if i'd say it was cultish but I mean, no one knew who they were. They didn't break me yet. They were just gigging and on the road a lot. And so, yeah. <laughs>
yeah pretty much it i i thought they were my band <laughs> you know like no one else knew them that's my band and no one knows this band and they're awesome and so i, I felt like i was kind of in this like sort of in the know like you know no one knows who they are and and this is such beautiful moving life-affirming music um and absolutely no one knows who they fucking are like how the fuck could no one know who this band is and every person who like i said please stop me because i fucking talk a lot but like every like <laughs> you would run across a person like oh you like the family lips and it was like this sort of bond that you know you that you that that was created um the secret knowledge type i don't know it sounds stupid, but whatever, you know. No, no, that totally makes sense. So with it being uh, sort of a secret thing, how how did it, or feeling like it was a secret thing, how did it feel when they did break? Because, like, I remember that it was when I was a freshman in high school and suddenly my, you know, my, my civics teacher is talking about like yeah how he saw the flaming lips on 90210 oh that, that's that, that that's a, actually a really good transition i i like <clears throat> i was like super super happy and excited for them when they started to um um get bigger um like my group of friends we were all into the flaming lips we loved them and we thought they were great and and we we're like yes they're finally getting some some um they're starting they're finally starting to sell and not only that but like excuse me um they weren't selling out you know the music they were still being awesome and weird and loud and noisy and people were like catching on but the thing about 90210 is that um we actually had a party um we 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 had a we had a, a watch a listing party like oh my god the flame lips are going to be on 90210 no fucking way and we had a, like a little, we had like a little party we were like yeah they're playing at the peach pit and yeah it was it was awesome it, we like at that point it was it had nothing to do there was even no thought about them selling out it was just like they're finally getting recognition because they're a great band and and um yeah they should be they should be getting more play so Fucking a peach pit, yes, do it, do it. Fucking rock those motherfuckers out. So yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Loved it. So yeah, because I know it feels like they're the or the biggest things that I'm aware of were like the uh, that when they did like nine or two one zero, and then mm -hmm. you know, it, they had a song on the uh, from Clouds Taste Metallic on that on one of the Batman soundtracks. Oh yeah, yeah, Bad Days, Bad Days. Um that's a, that's another great song. Um yeah, they, I mean it was it, it was it was it was so organic. It was just like like if any band if, if like like it was deserved. Like like you know they they were they they, they toured forever. They made a bunch of great records that no one listened to, and they just toured and did their fucking thing, and then people started to catch on to them, and it was all all of that recognition was deserving. Um, it was really funny because, like, I guess because of the proximity 
of um, where the fuck were they from? Oklahoma, yeah. Um, the proximity from uh, Oklahoma, Chicago, Oklahoma City to Chicago, um, they would play Chicago all the fucking time. And Chicago was like, it was like pretty much their second home. They would, they would do New Year's Eve shows here all the time. I mean, constantly. For like three or four years, they would just do New Year's Eve shows. And this is like their second home. And it, it was, you know, like, I just, I, I just felt an extreme amount of uh, pride, like they were a Chicago band. Um, I don't know, it's, it sounds stupid. I was a fanboy, what can I say? I, I, I was a fanboy, I admit it. <laughs> but yeah, um, so, yeah, that, that whole run of them getting bigger and being recognized and... Um, I thought it was, I thought it was deserved, well-deserved. And I, I had no, I had no issue with them getting bigger or them selling out. Not at least at this point, <laughs> because they were still writing music that was for their fans. They were still doing the same fucking thing that they've always done. They, it wasn't like they were, you know, making hip hop beats or, or, you know, doing something that like, you know, like it wasn't, they weren't selling music. They weren't changing their music to get played. They were doing, they just did the same old shit. And fucking Ronald Jones. I mean, like, I mean, he was, he was that, I mean, he can't back the, now it'd be different, but like, you know, no one wants to hear those crazy ass guitar sounds on a mainstream it, 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 it was just, it, it was a different era. It was a, if it was a different time. Now it would be totally different. But like back then, it was just completely, it was, it was different. I don't know. That's the best way I can put it, I guess. When you started listening to them back in, you said 1990, um, were you already playing music? I was. Um, Whale, I mean, Wales was way off in the in the future but like I, I i was playing music um and it sounded nothing like the flaming lips um i was in a math rock band back then kind of mathy um a lot of weird you know time signatures and dynamics and things like that and it it sounded absolutely nothing like the flaming lips i i always wanted to the bands I was playing in back then, they were, I would not consider them my bands. I was drumming for other bands. Uh, excuse me. People were making, you know, the guitar player, he was writing the music and it was, they were his songs and I was just playing along to him. So, um, so my love of the Flaming Lips did not inform what I was doing musically at that time. Mm-hmm. I that that's what I wanted to do. I was always afraid to like, I didn't know if I could do it or not because back then I was just like strictly drumming. I wasn't so much. Um, and I was afraid to like the, the, the few songs I, I was really, uh, what's the word? Uh, just, uh, insecure about them, I guess. I'd be afraid to show them to people like, Oh, you know, do you think that sounds stupid? Is it too pretty or, or whatever? Cause I was, I was doing this crazy math, mathy thing. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, so the really didn't manifest that type of that type of noise pop music really didn't manifest itself into what I was doing, playing music back then. Um, 
with the exception of just like taking it all in and realizing that one day, one day you will have a band, you'll have your own band where you can just be like, where you can just let it all out. So, yeah. And you, you said that you were able to do more of that once, uh, once you were with Wales. Yes. Um, I was, but so, so here's the weird thing with that though, is because like, like Wales was a completely collaborative, um, we were a completely collaborative band. Like no one really, um, there's no one songwriter. I mean, there, there are definitely songs where like, I wrote one song and Al wrote one song and Megan wrote one song or Mike wrote one, one song. But for the most part, um, it was completely collaborative and, you know, I would bring in an idea and we'd go off of that. So to that point, like I would have an idea and I'd be like, Oh shit. Like this, I, I hear this either sounding like the flaming lips or maybe the Jesus and Mary chain. And I'm going to take it to the band and I'm finally going to like do my, you know, like rip off the flaming lips. Like I've always wanted to do, you know, and it would never happen because like when I would bring that idea to Al or Mike or Megan, the song would shift into something that I didn't even consider happening. And so it wouldn't sound like, it would sound like, Wales, um, and but it would, there, there are little bits and pieces of it in there, but like, you don't like the flaming lips as much as I do, and I'm not gonna sit there and be like, play it like this, you know, play it like, because then it would just be a dictatorship, and and I, I, you know, who wants to be in a band like that? So, um, you know, like a really good example is a song we did called Horses, which. I had always in my head I heard as this hybrid between the Jesus and Mary chain and the flaming lips. And when I listen to that song now, I mean, it sounds nothing like either of those bands. Um, it, it sounds like it's from that kind of era, that period, but like it, it, it's not like nothing, nothing like the flaming lips or the Jesus and Mary chain. I, I was always uh, surprised at, the type of um, bands that strangers would throw up on my face. Like, oh, you guys sound like this. And it's like, really? Um, but no one has ever, ever said that we sound like the Flaming Lips. And, which is, which I think is a very good thing because I, looking back on it, I'd feel kind of, I wouldn't feel, I'd feel like I just ripped off my favorite band, you know, instead of like making something original and lasting or whatever the fuck, you know, so. So with uh, the 90s lips stuff, when did you, did, was it like a hard stop for you uh, when uh, you, you got up to like at war with the mystics or was it more? No, it, no it, it wasn't a hard stop at all. And I mean, it, it, you, know, it, <laughs> you know, people say that you shouldn't become friends with uh <laughs> your favorite bands or you know and and so so th there was just this really weird period where like i kind of got to know them and mm. and i wasn't paying for shows and and you know 
so like <laughs> but I was still very <laughs> have a big mouth <laughs> and and uh you know if I don't really like something I, it, it's it's really weird um like it, it, I it, it it wasn't a hard it wasn't a hard okay so I, I would really try to like like the direct find like find something that I could like in their new and what they were doing in their new direction mm -hmm. um, and I mean I think at war with the mystics is I mean I was listening like I listened to that record about maybe a week straight about a month ago like I rediscovered it and I I think it's a great fucking record I'm not that big on your shimmy but like during that whole weird time it, 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 like I I just knew in my heart that like they had reached this plateau where they would not be making rock music anymore and from conversations that I I've I, I would have with Wayne and you know just like it, it, it would just like it kind of hurt me <laughs> and it's not even my fucking band like why I shouldn't give a shit it's so stupid um but like it, it's I could just tell that like they weren't they weren't the band that I fell in love with, which is fine. You know, it's not, I'm not in that band. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so it, it, it really took a long time for me to like get to the point where I am right now where like, I, like, I, I just know that they're not for me anymore. They, they just, their music is completely different. I don't even know who the fuck's in the band anymore. They have like 10 people in that band. Who are all these people? I don't know who they are. Um, but so, yeah, it, it's, but at the same token, I will always be interested in what, I'm always going to be curious about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, I listen to the new stuff and it's okay, you know, um, but um, the, the, and also during that period, they were just doing so much. They were just all of these albums and all of these weird little novelty releases and all these weird collaborations. Um, so they were just like putting out so much stuff. Um, um, some of it was really awesome, um, but a lot of it just wasn't for me. I, 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 it, it didn't, it wasn't for me. So, so it, so it wasn't it wasn't a, a hard like oh no I I I don't like this band anymore. Um, it, it was more it was it's definitely more gradual, and um, so yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think that there there's a way at some point that they could come back that for you? I I, I don't think so. I, I keep. I keep thinking that how could they not like um uh like like I had this conversation at backstage at one of the pitchforks and you know and one of them 
uh, was just like, you know, that's that's just like we, we we're not doing that anymore. Ronald's not in the band. Um, we don't want to go backwards and be this guitar oriented band again. And that really bummed me out because that's the stuff that I really like. It's like, okay, that's fine. You know, do your do your thing, do your new thing. Um, but then they would go ahead and like most bands with really long careers would go back to playing an old album, like full, like, uh, do a, uh, do a, uh, a festival gig and play like, um, or maybe not a full album, but, but they would just do like old songs, you know? And there were a couple of shows where I went to where like, you know, they were doing the whole hamster ball thing and blah 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 and all the confetti but yet they'd play mountainside you know and from an appreciative ambulance and and um and so things like that would kind of give me this little glimmer of hope that maybe they'd become a rock band again mm -hmm. but man no <laughs> it's, it's 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 just not happening like every single album that that they put out like the past uh, like every album is it's just not a rock album and um it's the melody is still there but it just sounds like floying uh it just doesn't i don't know i i just i just don't see it happening i i want it to happen but i don't feel it i i don't feel it happening but what's good is that like i I still have an insane immense amount of love for those old records. Like nothing that they can do now would ever like, you know, ruin that period for me. So, um, so though I, I don't think that they would ever do like guitar shit again. Um, and if they do, I think it would just, I think it would be weird. I think it would be like, oh, well, we're going to, you know, try to do this old thing again. It's like, no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't, you know, stay on your tried and true road and do whatever the fuck you're doing now. Oh, God, I can't believe, like, they're not my band, Chris. Why the fuck do I give a shit? Why do I care? Why does this bother me so much? Why does this bother me? It shouldn't bother me as much as it does. But it does. <laughs> well, uh, okay. So one last thing. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Is there a particular album of theirs from that that period uh, back in the the nineties? Is there one particular album that you would uh, recommend to someone? Well, that's. Uh, I mean, that, that that's really tough. I mean, they had a string of releases from In a Priest-Driven Ambulance up to and including The Soft Bulletin and all of those records, like like they'd release a record, then they'd release another record and that current record didn't make the previous one obsolete. So it's like all of these records just like kind of, they stand on their own without informing any of their other releases, which I just think is fucking brilliant. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so it's really hard for me to like, like my personal favorite would is in a priest driven ambulance. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, but if I were to recommend a record 
it would probably probably be um, uh, either transmissions from the satellite heart or clouds taste metallic. Probably clouds taste metallic. I mean, it's just such a beautiful, gorgeous record, um, and it's it's accessible, you know. So it's so probably clouds taste metallic. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's it, it, it's different for everyone, you know. It, it's it's different for everyone. Um, but clouds taste metallic would be the the flaming lips album I would recommend to to uh, uh, someone just starting out with them. Well, uh, where can people find uh, Wales online? Uh, people can go to walesmusic.bandcamp.com, W-H-A-L-E-S-M-U-S-I-C.bandcamp.com. And if I may, we're also um, on the um, uh, PRF uh, Black Lives Matter compilation. So we have, a, we have a, um, a new old song on that, which I'm pretty excited about. And so, yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for doing this, Randall. I really appreciate it. The Operative is produced in conjunction with Radio Note. For more information, visit radionote.com. And find all of our past episodes at theoperative.bandcamp.com. Thank you for listening.